Today's show is brought to you by Aptiv. Aptiv is a fabulous app and robust online community that allows you access to top-notch, motivating personal trainers who guide you through an audio-based workout that is timed to your choosing with fun, perfectly synchronized music. Like Netflix for fitness, Aptiv gives members unlimited access to their entire bank of high-end trainer-led workout classes. So if you're looking for fresh, high-quality, on-the-go motivating workouts that adapt to your lifestyle, I highly recommend Aptiv. In fact, if you head over to the curator playlists, you'll see a familiar face. I chose seven of my favorite Aptiv workouts so that you can get a well-rounded mix of workouts that will take you from intense cardio to restorative serenity. And these are some of my favorite workouts to do when I'm traveling or if I just have a spare 20 minutes between activities. And because they're the best, Aptiv is even offering Fed and Fit listeners a free 30-day trial when you sign up for monthly subscriptions at www.aaptiv.com. Be sure to enter the promo code FEDANDFIT, one word, at checkout in your first 30 days or on the house. Welcome back to another episode of the Fed and Fit Podcast. I am your hostess, Cassie Joy Garcia, and today is a very special episode. I've been looking forward to this particular episode for weeks because I am joined by one of our Fed and Fit Project members. Her name is Alyssa. She is from Seattle, Washington, and a really fun fact about her, she got married in college, which is so cool. You just, when you know, you know. Um, you totally know. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. She's got two kiddos, a five and a three and a half year old, and she really is just um, as smart and as sweet as can be, and I'm just honored to have you on the show today, Alyssa. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Cassie. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, girl. This is going to be fun. So Alyssa is, at this point, I'm going to go ahead and call you a veteran project member. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, she. When did you join the project? I officially joined in February with the February um, okay. month. Yeah. Okay, got it. With the February group. Awesome. Yep. So she joined in February, and she's been really submerged in the material um, in the community group and everything and just been doing such a great job and we really wanted to bring somebody on so you could hear about the project um, from her eyes so I've just got some questions for her but I'm excited she's um, I'm excited to learn for her and that's kind of the fun part about the project in the community is that everybody has these own their own takeaways that they pull from stuff and there's always something you can learn at every every turn and every corner so to kick things off I would love to hear straight from Alyssa why did you decide to join the Fed and Fit Pro? Oh, wait, and I guess I should introduce for new listeners here who are not familiar, the Fed and Fit Project Online is the food and fitness program that mirrors what's found in the Fed and Fit book, uh, the printed book that you can find in Barnes and Nobles and Amazon and Costco and all those wonderful places. But the project really comes alive online through video, through daily email support. Um, gosh, through a community forum and tons of resources. So that's, and we open up enrollment for about a week every month to get started for the next group on the first Monday of every month. So that's kind of some background information. But I'd love to hear from Alyssa. Why did you officially decide to join the project back in February? Sure. So I decided to join because I really wanted the community aspect. Um, a couple of years ago, 
I started off with a different sort of challenge and really figured out how to eat, you know, more of a paleo type template. And I like to think of it more as just really nutrient dense foods, foods that make me feel the best. And so, you know, I've spent a couple years really trying to figure out that for myself and my family, but I have not been good about um, the fitness aspect um, since having kids five years ago. I feel like my time has been more limited and I've just had kind of every excuse possible um, to not, you know, do some work in that aspect. And so really wanted to dial in my fitness and my hydration, actually. And I knew that the community component was going to be really beneficial. And, um, you know, I think we're all on kind of social media Uh, I guess I can't speak for everyone, but for myself, um, more than I'd like to be and just being able to log in, but also have very encouraging things that you're seeing, things that are aligned with what you're trying to accomplish, I think was really helpful. So accountability and community, probably the two biggest things. That's awesome. I didn't even think about that piece of it because it's true. The project online. So we have an online community forum that's, you know, hosted on the project portal itself, but we also have a Facebook one because so many folks are on Facebook anyways. Um, Mm -hmm. and just wanted to make it as easy as possible. But I didn't even think about that because the group, the Facebook group in particular, you know, we can share photos and really encourage each other. There really is nothing but really wonderful things on there. And some folks will log in and talk about maybe something that they're struggling with. And it's a really beautiful, safe space to kind of voice some of those things that you might be struggling with because there's other people that can help offer encouragement, maybe some insight. Um, I didn't even think about that. That's awesome. So did you have, a, there's a lot that goes on in the project. Um, you know, there's, there's the daily emails. There is, uh, we, where we talk, we tackle different topics. We have all kinds of different kind of worksheets trying to figure out your daily sleep number, <clears throat> daily water intake, so on and so forth. Did you have a favorite activity within the project itself? So I, I guess, first of all, I loved the daily emails that component of it is super encouraging and there's just so much content across the different four pillars even if you've read through you know the first part of the book and then have looked at the recipes I just think having it in those little bite-sized pieces each day really kind of helped me um, tackle little tasks Um, so with that I guess my favorite activity out of that those emails was really the um, encouragement to have variety on your plate with what you're eating you know, with the types of, you know, food and the meats that you're, you're purchasing, different types of cuts, um, different fruits and vegetables, and really trying to diversify your plate more. Um, I'm a creature of habit, and it's easy just to eat the same same things. And so we really took that on as a challenge. And um, my kids especially, they have loved going to the store. And they know that each week, every time we go to the store, we get to pick out one new vegetable and one new fruit. And I might try different cuts of meat and things like that. But from their perspective, they get to, you know, scan the, the produce section and find out what new thing that we're going to pick out that week. And they just think it's so cool. And then we go home and we have no idea what it is half the time. <laughs> and we have to look up how to prepare it. And, you know, we kind of talk a little bit about where it's grown and, you know, how, you know, traditional kind of preparations for it and enjoy it. And sometimes they like it. Sometimes they don't, but they definitely try everything because they're just so excited about it. And so that's been really fun for our family. Um, that's probably been my favorite. Yeah. That is so cool. I love that so much. I remember, what did you say there was, I think I saw on, maybe it was the Facebook group or something, uh, one of the fruits and vegetables you tried. It was something really unique. Uh, what was it? So we did papaya. We did yacon root. Oh. I could be mispronouncing it. Mm-hmm. 
um, what else have we done? We've done guava. We did, we got a taro root, which they're excited about because they love Moana and it's in one of the songs. Oh. So we have yet to prepare that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've just been grabbing different things. Star fruit. They loved star fruits of the flavor and uh-huh. the, the shape. So yeah, we've just been trying different things. Oh, fun. that's so great. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. And that's kind of what we really wanted to do because it can be overwhelming when you're looking at, let's say the four pillars being mindset, rest, hydration, nutrition, and fitness. When you look at those all at once, kind of like how they are laid out in the book, it can be really overwhelming. It's over 100 pages of content that's just, you know, it seems like you have to digest it all almost in one sitting. Um, but there, but with the project, it was a really fun way to divide it up into daily emails to be able to say, talk about the importance of varying the micronutrients in your diet, but talking about how to do that, right? Vary your plate. And then here's a really fun challenge is to go and get, speaking to what Alyssa's talking about, going and trying to challenge yourself to get a new fruit, a new vegetable, um, and maybe some kind of a new protein once a week. Um, anyways, that's so cool. I'm really glad you enjoyed that. What maybe was one of your favorite, um, not necessarily project activity, but part of the project, one of the mechanisms, because uh, there are a bunch of them that we used uh, for the project itself. Sure. So my favorite, well... This is a tough one because I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite thing, but the most beneficial thing, the thing that I really was looking forward to and enjoyed uh, was the journaling. It's definitely kind of a labor of love. Um, mm-hmm. And I think at first I'm, I'm more of a kind of perfectionist type A person. And so I want to document everything, ounces, you know, mm-hmm. all the things with food and everything. And I know through your email and also through, I think, one of the um, live calls, you know, it was very much don't be so worried about you know being particular about documenting everything down because once you get that way you start to get overly um it gets to be all consuming but Mm -hmm. I'd really say the journaling aspect has been my favorite part of the program because it's very reflective and I don't think it needs to be super um labor intensive I think you can just as long as you at the end of your day you sit down and you say like how was my day how did I feel and if you felt great like I think it's just say, I felt great. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe what did you do? And it's just a couple quick bullets. And then on the days when you're like, Hmm, I didn't feel so great. You can kind of think through, well, what did I eat and how did I eat and when, and you know, and then I kind of do more deep dive on those days to try to pinpoint the root cause. But just having these lessons learned, I was joking, I think with you over email about how I have pages. I do have pages of <laughs> lessons learned where, you know, like over 20 so far and, and counting of just like the little things that are helpful and, things they want to avoid and what works for our family. So journaling definitely. That's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. I think I put it somewhere in the book, but it was a, um, you know, the, the whole idea of there's no one size fits all diet plan or lifestyle plan. Um, and so it's like, well, who do you look to help you design it? And my joke was you're hired. Like you holding the book, you're the person to design it because nobody knows you like you do. And so how do you do that, though? How do you really figure out what is right for you? And it's through that journaling and through what Alyssa's talking about. Um, she said it perfectly. At the end of the day, yes, there's a way that you can journal a bunch of details throughout the day just to really get you started. But at the end of the day, just to her point, you write down a couple high-level lessons learned. How did you feel? Well, what do you think made you feel that great? Or what do you think made you feel not that great? And that activity does two things. It doesn't just, A, it allows you to do exactly what she's saying. It allows you to determine, oh, I felt great today, and I also remember that I drank 
um, a whole bunch of water, right? And so you kind of get to make that correlation is maybe the amount of water that I drank, which was more than average, um, is helping me feel this great. So you get to draw that kind of very direct correlation. But the second thing it does is it pulls this I feel good or I don't feel good out of an emotional place and onto pen and paper. And not everybody struggles with this, but some people do. We, we start to worry if we're passing or failing at our healthy lifestyle. And when we worry if we're passing or failing based on these arbitrary, you know, stepping on a scale and weighing ourselves or doing whatever it is we think we need to do, looking in the mirror um, and who knows what we actually see based, based on what we think we see, you know, all of these emotions wrapped up in healthy living, it takes it out of, out of our kind of this emotional space and puts it on paper into actionable steps that makes it easier to deal with and easier to understand. And we can just be okay with feeling however we're feeling. If that, does that make sense? Did I say that close? No, no. Yeah, it, it totally makes sense. And I just think the practice of being more mindful about your own body and your own lifestyle and your own situation and the things going on, it's so important, right? Because even the stuff I've jotted down in February and March, I mean, that could be totally different a couple of years from now. I'm going to totally. be, you know, older, my kids will be in, you know, it'll be a different stage of life. And so I think constantly, you know, being reflective and just thinking like what works and what doesn't work. And one thing I did want to bring up was this whole like mantra of, uh, uh, progress, not perfection, which we talk about in the community group. And it's mm-hmm. in one of the daily emails early on, like that really stuck with me because like I mentioned before, I am totally a perfectionist. I want everything to be right. And if it's not a certain way, then I feel like I'm not in it. And there was one email where it was like, even if you think you're not in it, you are in it. Like, stop, <laughs> like you're, you're in it. Just keep, you know, keep reading these daily emails, finding ways to fine tune and tweak and, you know, journal out if something doesn't go right like chalk it up as a lesson learned and and learn from it right and I just I think that's been a really good perspective to have and um you know it's it's just something that's been really encouraging and to me and it's really helped me with fitness I think the most because Mm -hmm. and, and food too but I did feel like I've been kind of you know progressing over the last couple of years with food but just have not been good about dialing in my hydration and and focusing on the fitness aspect. And for me, um, you know, I work part-time and I have two little ones and time is precious. I mean, it is with everyone, but, you know, I think spending time being active really, you kind of have mommy guilt sometimes about that. Like, oh, I'm not, you know, spending time with my kids or if I choose to go to a yoga class, that's an hour. I'm not, you know, I'm choosing in the evening not to spend with them and I'm already, you know, working and it can be kind of hard, but you know, at the end of the day, I have to remind myself, like, I want my family to be healthy. I want them to see these healthy habits. I want them to be excited. And as they're older, they're going to, I want them to want to come with me, you know, mm-hmm. um, my kids, they take a like yoga class at their school, they have a yoga instructor who comes and they just think it's so cool that, that we both have yoga on the same days and they show me their new poses. <laughs> and I talk about the poses that I did, you know? And so it's like, I, I kind of got past that whole mommy guilt and they're like, are we going to the gym today? You know, and they get all excited and it's just like, you know, it's such a good investment and you know, it's been, it's been really great. So I've really appreciated that. Oh, that's wonderful. That's so heartwarming to hear. Good for you. I have nothing more to add to that. That was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it so much. I think this is a great spot to stop and hear from one of our sponsors. 
Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service that you guys, I personally use and trust for paleo and gluten-free friendly meals. When you sign up, you'll receive an email every week with a grocery list and instructions for prepping your meals ahead of time. After only one to three hours of prepping on the weekend, you'll have all of your meals ready for the entire week. You'll save time and have amazingly delicious meals like smoky paprika chicken legs with a trio of roasted vegetables or turkey and zucchini lasagna. I have been blown away by the quality of the recipes and how easy they make meal planning. The founder, Allison, is offering you, the lovely Fed and Fit listeners, a free two-week trial to try it out. You really can't beat that. Check out prepdish.com forward slash fed and fit for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash fed and fit for your first two weeks Free. This is a no-brainer. You're going to love it. Um, okay, well then, we've already kind of started talking about some of them, but what are maybe some of your other... Oh, and I guess for background information, the reason why we keep talking about lessons learned. Um, so the ultimate destination of the project isn't just to do a restrictive protocol for 28 days or three months. There's two different paths folks can choose when they sign up. They can um, kind of rip the band-aid off in 28 days or they can more gradually adjust within three months and what that first phase of the project is called is the feel-good reset and all it's meant to do is exactly what it says it's meant to help you get to a place where you feel really good so that from there and you document lessons learned along the way and that's still a work in progress right and it's about progress not perfection even though it reads like something that you could be perfect at um, we really want you to approach it as in a, I can design this and tweak this to work for me. Um, but get you to feeling as good of a baseline as possible. And then from there, we go on to build the perfect you plan, the PYP. And the perfect you plan is really just a compilation of all of your lessons learned. And in the PYP, when we start introducing new foods, um, let's say if you finish the project and you really want to test out corn, right? Maybe because I live in San Antonio, Texas, this is always going to be my go-to example because we just, there's corn tortillas everywhere. Um, you know, if you want to test corn and you would try that out and then you would document how you're feeling and that would be chalk it up to be another lessons learned. So that would be your perfect you plan is a compilation of all of these lessons learned about yourself. So what have been some of your favorite lessons learned that you've gathered from the project? Oh, goodness. Yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> um, I would say, so for me, and I, I've kind of known this for a while, but it reinforced it. I, I absolutely need to spend the time on the weekend or just at least once a week thinking through my week ahead. When do we have, you know, work lunches? When do we need, you know, to have different meals ready and, and really meal planning? Um, I just feel like that's been, if I sit down and I say, okay, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what's my plan? And granted, plans change and it's fine. But if I sit down and I think through, you know, what are we going to do this week? And then I write my grocery list and then I go to the store and I buy it or I have my list for, you know, first part of the week and have my list for, you know, middle of the week. Mm -hmm. Then I buy the food and it's fine. It's in my fridge. It's good to go. I, I have my plan. I know when I need to do things and I follow my plan and I just make so, you know, my choices are so much more healthy, you know, healthful. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I really think that's been a good lesson learned for me. I do love the leafy greens at breakfast, totally on the lemony kale kick in the morning. <laughs> um, I love it. I feel great. I just feel like that, um, jolt of nutrients in the morning has been really good for me. 
Um, let's see what else. I can't stock treats in our house. I can, I mean, really, but I have to be very limited in what I do. If I just say, Oh yeah, such and such is having a good sale on all these, you know, paleo, you know, treat foods or different snacky items, even like plantain chips, which are so benign. But Mm -hmm. if I just have like a lot of convenient stuff like that around, I find that I just make excuses to eat it. And I really do feel better when I have fresh foods on my plate instead of, you know, processed foods, even if they're processed in a good way and they're cooked in coconut oil or avocado oil or whatever. Um, I can't, I can't really stock that. Um, tea in the evening, herbal tea, if I'm feeling like I want something sweet, half the time I'm just dehydrated because as I mentioned, hydration, I need to be better about it. So for me, I do really well when I am drinking my daily water kind of number, um, in ounces. And then if I'm craving something sweet at night, there's a herbal tea, it's called, um, rooibos chai. It's a Mm. caffeine free chai tea and it is so good and it's kind of spicy and it makes me almost feel like I'm having a cup of coffee or something, but I try not to drink coffee after like noon. And so for me, that's been awesome at night before bed. Gosh, I could just go on. There's probably more, but those have been the big ones. Oh, and then on the fitness side, that was the one I, the pillar I really wanted to focus on. I found a couple of friends of mine go to the same gym and it's a family friendly gym. It actually includes, um, almost, well, an hour and a half worth of childcare included every day. Nice. So you really have no excuse. Um, and so I started, I joined that gym. Our family did. And I've made a point to just try a bunch of different classes to see what I like. And I, you know, encouraged my friends to come with me and they were all on board because they were already going. Um, and their kids go as well. And so my kids call it little gym and they think it's the coolest thing that they get to go to the gym and play with their friends while mommy, you know, works out. (laughs) And so, um, I would say accountability and finding a friend who, you know, wants to go with you, um, at first, at least while you're establishing the habit was really helpful for me. And then trying a bunch of different, you know, types of workouts and classes and finding what you like was another kind of thing that stuck with me. And I ended up finding that I love yoga. And so yoga has been just so awesome for me. I've been going a couple days a week now pretty consistently to the point where when my friends can't go, I I'm going cause I just love it. Right. <laughs> so I think early on accountability was really helpful in that space. Um, and just trying different things and trying things that are fun. I mean, mm-hmm. that was another point I think in the savvy seven, you had brought up about make it fun, like make it something you want to do and look forward to. Right. And that's what yoga is for me. My husband, and I love to golf. So we golf and that's another fun family thing that we kind of, you know, can go do. I have yet to find a good, um, I guess other sorts of workouts that I just love, love, love. Right. I, I think I would like a CrossFit style type workout more functional that I haven't, I haven't found one. I took a hit class and it pretty much killed me at the gym the other day <laughs> because I haven't done that sort of thing in a while. Those are tough. So, yeah, they are tough, but yeah, those are, I mean, that's quite a few. I have more, but I could just, I would talk your ear off if I took going. That's so. awesome. That's awesome, Alyssa. And kind of what I want to highlight is, so we're sitting here and we're listening to all of these amazing nuggets of information that Alyssa has you know figured out about herself everything from the rebos chai at nighttime instead of a sweet treat because it's still sweet and she still she doesn't feel like she's missing out on something to the yoga and the golf and inviting people to go with her to these classes and having kale for breakfast and doing meal prep you know or being more intentional and not skipping those types of activities that is such a big picture 
right, that we're getting of what, what, I, what we really set out to do with the project was, you know when you pass those people on the street and you look at them and you think, wow, they are just look to be so healthy and like they have it all together. Now, there's no such thing as anybody that actually has it all together all the time. But, you know, you see those people that you think they must be naturally healthy or they just naturally have this stuff figured out. And at the end of the day, we're all trying to figure it out and it's all just this big puzzle of a bunch of pieces that we have found that work for us in so many different areas and so many different parts of our lives. Everything from the tea to the greens to the meal prep to taking a friend to yoga, um, all to the hydration, all of those different puzzle pieces that you're able to put together and that's how you get this kind of overview of what is a healthy lifestyle. There's no one single thing that you can credit. It's not the fact that they do this certain kind of exercise activity or just because they stopped eating bread. You know, it's it's a it's a summation of a bunch of decisions and it's just so cool to hear your lessons learned that spanned all these great places. I mean, you did a fantastic job of keeping notes on everything. Um, and like you said, to your point, those things are moving pieces and moving parts. They won't always be true. Um, and they're going to constantly evolve. My lessons learned constantly evolve. There are certain things that change by the month and by the year uh, based on my family's goals and and then your your body will change as well as time goes on so anyways props to you that's incredible thank you for sharing those oh yeah very cool well I would love to kind of get your perspective um, on a as a veteran member of the project um, but who would you say the project would be best suited for let's say if you're at a dinner party and you're trying and you're telling folks about you're trying to tell folks about it because I really believe that you know the project is it's definitely meant to help a, a a certain kind of person right it's there's there are certain programs out there that are better suited for other people so who do you think the project is best suited to serve yeah wow um I honestly think it's suitable for anyone, but it has to be someone who's willing to put in some work. I mean, I think it's not, it's definitely not one of those things where you have to be perfect, but you have to want to change and be willing to, you know, read the emails and really think about them and try to apply them. And not that you have to do every activity in every email, but just, I think, have that perspective of, I want things to be different or I want to feel a certain way. And I'm willing to put in some work to do that. And it's not going to be perfect and days aren't going to be, you know, I mean, you're going to have great days and you have days where you don't do well. And, but it's okay as, as long as you know that, you know, you're willing to just put in some effort, be reflective and, and just kind of honor the commitment you're making to yourself. So, I, I mean, I really do think it's, it's good for anyone. Um, I think it's a lot of content, but it's, it's awesome. And I have all of the emails from Path A and I, I really appreciate the different path options, actually. I, mean, I think most programs are very, like, you have to do it. You have to do it a certain way. And, you know, it's in this time frame. And people know themselves the best, right? And mm-hmm. if you're a person who you need time to – I can't take these five things out of my diet. Like, you know, just gluten itself is going to kill me. You know, kill yeah. me. Don't tell me to be grain-free, you know, <laughs> and dairy-free. It's like, what? Uh-huh. Um, I, think, I think that aspect of just, like, slowly cleaning up people's diets – for path B, you know, kind of the three month or whatever. I'm not sure how long that path is, but you know, the slower kind of elimination aspect or just path A, like I know I do better when I just jump in and I want to feel good, you know, quickly and right away. 
um, I think that's great too. And, you know, for me, I'm on path C now, but I think for me, I'm going to constantly go back and just look at those emails and pop around and see what can I, what can I work on? Right. Like, I think I got one email and it was about snacking and post meal snacks and pre meal snacks for working out and things like that. And that one was really helpful. I hadn't really thought a lot of about that, but now that I'm working out more, I was like, Oh, I can actually, you know, apply this and think about it. And so I, th- I think, I don't know if I'm answering your question well, yeah. but I would say it's, it's really good for anyone. I just think be willing to be flexible and remember it's about progress and, you know, just be reflective and go with the flow and, and put in the work because, you know, the more that you are, I think, true to the program, I think you see the results more clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you're not true to it and you struggle, like as long as you stay in it and, you know, use the community for encouragement or advice or whatever, I think, you'll get to where you need to be eventually. And that's what I think everyone wants. So, yeah. Oh, that was beautifully put. Very lovely. Alyssa, you're so good. (laughs) I I love it. That's wonderful. And that really is what we aim to do was if anybody's coming in and they're looking to just better their lifestyle or get a better handle, right. On an objective way to look at what makes me feel my best, whether it's food, fitness, you know, lifestyle habits or mindset, get a firm handle on the things that we can do to make ourselves or help ourselves feel our best. People come in at different paces, right? And different levels of commitment and different states of readiness. To your point, you know, where there's, there might be people who say, yeah, they want to rip the bandaid off right away. And so they jump into path A, which is a 28 day format, but they really aren't ready, ready, you know, and they get maybe two and a half weeks into it. And I really want to just toss a big warm hug around those folks because it's not a um, do it perfectly or bust kind of program to your point. It's like as long as you're in the conversation and you're still thinking about it, then it's a part of the process and you're still in it. You know, in making small changes little by little is the way real changes are done um, for a lot of people. So anyways, beautifully put, very eloquent. Alyssa, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today and sharing about your experience. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Oh my gosh, the fun is all mine. <laughs> she's such a doll too. Her, she's outside, um, and her kiddos are inside with her grand, with their grandparents, um, and they're anyways visiting family. So thank you so much for carving out so much time for us. It really meant the world. Um, and to all of you listeners, if you'd like to learn more about the Fed and Fit Project, you can head to fedandfitproject.com. Learn all about it. Learn all about the lingo, the path A, B, and C stuff we've been talking about. Uh, see more about the four pillars of health. And like I said, we launch a new group the first Monday of every single month, and enrollment is open two weeks before that. So mark your calendars. Um, it's a really it's a really fun group, and it's really I think it's meant for the people who are just looking for long term success. This is not a quick fix kind of program. If you couldn't tell from this conversation, it's really meant to help empower long term success and long term grace, giving ourselves good grace. So Alyssa, thanks again. Thanks everybody who listened. We'll be back again next week.